Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise. This is a place where God is everything to everyone. We want to welcome those of you that are online celebrating with us to do today to let you know that God is somebody and is everything to everyone. We're going to ask everyone to stand in the house of God as we sing Sabbath rest. Sabbath, everybody. Come on. Good morning. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Are you glad to be in God's house tonight or this morning? Are you glad to be in the presence of an awesome God this morning? This is the day, the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so thankful and honored to be able to come before you on this beautiful Sabbath morning to be able to worship and magnify our holy God. He is truly and amazing God. He kept us through the turbulence on last night. Anybody hear any thunder last night? Uh, was, it, was it just my street? So you was just knocked out, huh? Amen. Thunder and clouds crackling. And, uh, but God is so good and we're so thankful. Always good. And so we're so blessed and honored to be here today. You may be seated. We're so blessed and honored to be here today. We just want to extend a hearty welcome um, to you to being, for being here at Tabernacle of Praise. We want to welcome all of our online viewers. We know that in this day and time, you can click the button and be somewhere else. Amen. What is it? Um, teleport or transported to another service. Amen. But we're so glad that you have chosen to worship with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. So we want to say welcome 
to you who are viewing us out in our virtual space. Also, we want to say welcome to our visiting family and friends. We do have a few visitors with us this morning. Amen. 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 Come on, let's put our hands together for our visitors. Amen. For our guests, our family. Amen. Amen. We want to say welcome to um, Sister Lorraine. Amen. We have two Lorraines. They have the mother and the daughter. Amen. Did I get that right? Lorraine, Lorraine. Amen. So we praise God for you and mom for being here with us. Amen. I believe you have your brother with us today. Amen. Um, brother Anthony, God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's wait. Let's, let's, let's bless the Lord. Amen. We want to welcome you to Tabernacle of Praise. We know God is going to do something great and mighty in your life today. So we want to say welcome to you. Also, um, we have Rose Brothers in the house. Amen. Brother Derringer. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we want to welcome you as well. Amen. Three more visitors. I see, I see my usher back here directing traffic. I'm trying to get my... Go ahead. Talk to us. Megan. Their first time here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, you came in right on time. Amen. Amen. Come on now, Sister Bev. This is what you get, amen, when you come to the top. Amen. We're just excited about being in the presence of an awesome God. So we want to say welcome. Um, brother, for being here with us, sisters, family, we want to thank God for you. We celebrate with you. And remember, the first time you, we called you a visitor, amen, another visitor, they rolling on in. Come on in. Amen. Amen. Christian. Amen. Praise the Lord, brother Christian. God is good. With a smile on your face. Amen. Come on now. That's how I'm going to look when I get to the kingdom. I'm going to roll on in with a smile on my face. <laughs> so we want to say welcome to you. We pray that God would do a great thing, and we know that he's going to do it, um, but we want to just say welcome, welcome. Also, real quick, just a few reminders. We know we love viewing our service online. Once a month, um, we have our joint prayer meeting where we'll, um, instead of calling in on our phone line, we'll be tuning in to our um, conference webpage, our YouTube channel where we'll be viewing our Wednesday night prayer time together on this Wednesday, beginning at 7 o'clock. If you want to view that service, you can go to our Central States Conference, Central States Conference um, um, webpage, and it'll be hosted there. Or you can go to our CS Conference um, YouTube channel, and you can view the service there. That's this coming Wednesday, where we'll be having our conference-wide prayer meeting time together. Also, we're just excited because we are approaching camp meeting, amen, and we just want to encourage all of you athletic folk um, that will be there on that Sunday where we'll have our family fun day. Um, we have the 50K, the 200K. Um, we have some more Ks, amen. <laughs> we have the softball throw, the, the frisbee throw. Um, I'll, be, I'll be there. I'll be at the finish line waiting on those 50Ks and 20Ks to show up, amen? amen. But I will not be running. Uh, but if you want to be a part of that, please come see me so we can sign you up. I think I'll do the Frisbee throw. I'm, I'm going to take the low road. I, I, I'm going to do the Frisbee throw. I think I... The Frisbee. <laughs> amen. But we will not be running. And I'll do the walk. I'll do the walk. So um, we want you to sign up for that. Also, our GC session... 
um, will be the following week, um, beginning um, June the 6th. So we encourage you, for those that will be attending that session, please let us know, um, as we will be having service here on the 11th, um, but we just need to know who will be at the GC session so we can prepare properly. Amen. Um, I'm going to get out of your way again. My name is Pastor Fields. I want to welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise, where we just love to magnify and praise the name of the Lord. So if you don't mind, if you could just bow your heads with me as I offer up a word of prayer. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do in the lives of your children. We thank you for our family, guests, and friends for being here with us. We pray that you will do something mighty, something special, something awesome, um, just to let us know that you're still on the throne. There is so much going on in our world. So much is going on in our country. And Father, we need to know that you are still here. So we thank you, and we bless you, and we honor you, and we give you all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, and have a happy Sabbath.
desire, I surrender. This is our prayer time. This is the time where we gather our thoughts, our hearts, as we approach the throne of God, um, as we just show our appreciation to the God that we serve. Um, I don't know about you, but I look around the world and see all the stuff that's going on. Just makes me ex- so glad to know that there is a God somewhere yes, yes. that we don't have to deal with this nonsense by ourselves. That there is someone that we can call on, someone that we can turn our our, our attention to, and and He not only hears us but He answers our prayers as well. And so we're so blessed and honored to know that we have um, this kind of God in our midst. So. Um, We want to lift up in prayer our sick and shut in, our individuals that are still battling with this thing called COVID. I know y'all don't know nothing about that. Uh, But there is a disease, a sickness um, that is going on, something that trumps COVID. It's called sin. Um, And so we want to just ask God to rain down on us today. Um, Remember our church family. We thank God for our family, our visitor family and friends for being here with us. At this time, let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and God, again, we're so thankful. We're so honored. We're so privileged to be able to come before you on this beautiful Sabbath morning. We thank you, Father, for our last night lying down and our early morning rising. We give you praise, honor, and glory for just being the great God that you are. Uh, The God that looks beyond our faults and you see our need and you and you love on us and and you care for us and so we say thank you this morning for covering us throughout the night with all the thunder and lightning and crackling that was going on you kept us intact and so we're here today to bless you we're here today to give you honor and give you glory thanking you for thinking enough of us to set a day aside that that we can reflect on your greatness so we honor you today oh god um, we love you for that, Father. We bless you, and we, we just give you praise. 10,000 tongues um, is not enough for us to just extend our, our heartfelt appreciation of, of what you've done for us on Calvary's cross, sending your son, Jesus, who died and rose on the third day. All that you went through so that we can have life and, and have it more abundantly. So we bless you today, God. We honor you. Um, we just, we just so, we just so appreciative of all that you do. So as we come, Lord, we um, come with humble hearts, um, asking that you will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us even now from all unrighteousness as we lift up before you our sick and shut in. Uh, Father, we have individuals that are still battling with COVID, individuals that are still dealing with cancer, and individuals that are still having heart problems and high blood pressure. We ask in the name of Jesus um, that you will stop by each home and that you will stop by each hospital bed and, and that you will let the family know that you still have them in the palm of your hand. And, and while we're trying to figure it all out, oh God, you have already worked it out. And so, Father, do what you do in creating all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. And just let your word flow through us and in us and that the world around us will be transformed uh, because of the work that you've done in us. So be with our sick and shut in. Be with our families and friends, our visitors, our guests that have chose to come and worship with us. Be online or in the physical space. We thank you and we bless you uh, for directing them to us today. We pray that we are good stewards of your people and that we care for them well. 
Um, God, so we thank you this morning. We ask also that you will cover um, Sister Kathy and Sister Elaine and uh, uh, Father God, be with Sister Opal and Sister Betty and Brother Lewis. Father God, we pray for the Smith family in the Mississippi. We ask that you will cover all those families that were struck with tragedy as a result of the gunman that went through the store and just shot up um, um, uh, black lives, oh God. We pray for those families. We pray for our country. We pray for us in this space, oh God, that we don't get too comfortable and, and too relaxed, oh God. But let us continue to keep our eyes on the prize and continue to uphold the bloodstained banner. Oh, Father God, so have your way today. Um, be with the choir, be with the uh, spoken word, that it will come across with clarity, with understanding. Be with the musicians. We just thank you today for the Sabbath. Have your way today, oh God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen again. Praise the Lord, saints of the living God. Come on now, I said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints of the living God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. As pastor has said, there are many places that you could go, but you've decided to be here in this space and in this time. It's stewardship time. Lord, you know, we're asking you to give your time to God. Give your talent to God. Give your temple and your treasure. But we're going to settle in on treasure right now. I want everybody to look at someone. I don't care who it is. You can look at me. You can look at your neighbor. You can look to the pastor. But the Bible said that the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Now, I like to lead by example. I'm going to show you what my smile like looks like in giving. <laughs> now, I need you to turn to your neighbor and say, this is what it looks like to look like a cheerful giver. Now we need for you to take all of that happiness and put it in your pocket. Put your hand in your pocket, go in and dig deep and give to how God has given to you liberally. We're going to ask that the deacons would come forward at this time to collect this morning's offering. We've got more visitors coming in, Pastor. My heart is just jumping up this morning, just jumping up and jumping out. We're going to ask everyone to bow their heads in the house of the Lord. Oh, God, you've been so good to us. Lord, you've blessed us in many ways. Lord, you've given us talents. You've given us time to come in here today, God. And I know that you've given us monies because I can look at the people are here that have come in here today that are clothed royally. Lord, I look on the parking lot and I see the beautiful, wonderful cars. So I know that you've been good to us. So, God, we pray that you would bless us that we might go into our hearts cheerfully and give what you've given to us out of the abundance that you've given to us. Lord, we claim it. We claim your promises. We receive your blessings in the holy and mighty name of my God and my Savior and your God and your Savior. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
of the thunder <laughs> and all the rain was coming that he would stop God's business, Pastor. Oh, and I was no. stupid enough to let the words come out of my mouth oh, and say, no. the saints go stay home today because it's raining. Oh, no. Devil! <laughs> Devil! You are indeed a liar! Yes, oh, but yes. when the visitors start coming in,
worship him. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. Amen. <laughs> you know, it don't take much for me to get excited. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes when the wind blows, I, I get excited. I, I, I just, I, you know, I, when I go out of town, and I say this all the time, when I go out of town and I come back home and my TV is where I left it, <laughs> y'all know nothing about that. And when I open up my refrigerator and I can find something in there to eat on, I, 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 I'm so excited, I'm so thankful and so privileged and honored to be here. So God is so good. Thank you, choir. You did it again. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those transparent pastors, and um, I was sitting there, Elder, and as you guys were doing your, being ministered to and to us, because I know the angels was up here with y'all, and I'm sitting here like, Lord, I'm going to have to make sure this message is on point. Amen. So um, we know that God is good again. We want to welcome everyone here. We want to get right into this message. I'm looking at my time. I'm going to be honest. You know, I've been noticing my preaching time. I want to scare I don't want to scare nobody away, but I've been noticing that I've been going at least an hour. <laughs> Anybody notice? Yeah, yeah we know. We know. <laughs> that thing been getting good. It's been getting good. That thing been getting good. It was so, it's been getting good up here. So, um, but I guess it's good out there too because I don't think no one ever walked away. No one left and put the finger up and tiptoed out. So, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get into this message today again. We want to thank God for um, allowing us to be here. We know that um, um, it's because of his goodness and his grace, his mercy that uh, is renewed every morning. We know that we are not worthy of any of this. At least I believe we know that we are privileged folk. Amen. Um, in the eyes of God, knowing what God has done for us and what he's doing for us, that none of us can look at anybody here, which is the direction this message will go in today, that none of us could look at anyone and say anything um, about. Because the truth be told, we're all on borrowed time. We're all on borrowed time. And so if you have your Bibles with you, I would like for you to turn with me to the book of Galatians. Uh, chapter 6, 
Galatians chapter 6, and we want to start with verse 11, and we'll read all the way down to verse 18. Um, we'll read that responsibly. I'll read the first verse, you read the second, and we'll do that as we get down to the 18th verse. When you find it, please stand with me in honor of the word of God. Um, Galatians chapter 6, we want to start with verse 11, and we'll read all the way down to verse um, 18. Amen. And you should be on your screen as well. And I'll read. Uh, See with what large letters I have written to you with my own hand. For not even those who are circumcised keep the law, but they desire to have, your, have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. Verse 15 says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. From now on, let no one trouble me. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus. Let us read the last verse together. Uh, Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Spirit, amen and amen. Today I want us to take a moment as we look at the topic, nothing but the cross. Nothing but the cross. Let's pray. Loving Lord. Father and our God, again, we're so thankful, so honored, so privileged to be able to come before you um, on this platform. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Now, as we enter into thy word, um, we pray your Holy Spirit upon us to speak to us, speak through us. Um, Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase Into your hands I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. Amen and amen again. You may be seated. Nothing but the cross. I've thought about this topic and normally um, when we say nothing but, somebody would say the blood. Nothing but the blood. Um, But nothing but the cross. This message this morning took a turn. Actually the message that we had this morning got scrapped. As I was on the phone this morning with the elders, uh, notice I didn't say elders. Um, Normally our elders meet on Sabbath morning and we discuss, we have a devotion, we have worship. Um, We spend that time together. Um, And this morning, um, our faithful elder and and, and myself were the only two in attendance. Um, And it's not that the other elders were negligent. Um, I would say that we were overzealous because today was not a meat day. (laughs) 
Today was not a day for us to meet, but we, we got up this morning and he called in and I got up this morning and I called in and we were on the phone waiting probably about 15 minutes or so uh, before we realized that we were the zealous ones out of the group. <laughs> and so instead of us, you know, um, just hanging up and um, going back to bed, if you will, we decided to um, have our own powwow hour. And as a result of that powwow hour, when I got off the phone with the elder and I went back to the sermon that I had prepared, um, it got scratched and we went in another direction just like that. And so I want us to consider um, what we have before us this morning and pray that it will come across in a way that that when we leave here, that we are understanding and know that it is not about us, but it is about the cross. It's about God. We are privileged to be here. Um, we are privileged. We are privileged to be here. Um, Paul wrote this, the letter that we call Galatians in order uh, to get the Christians in Galatia um, back on the right track. They had deviated um, from the mission that they um, understood it to be. Um, Paul reminds the Galatians of the center of the gospel. Let them know that the gospel message is not about things. It's not about a geographical location. It's not about a culture. It's not about a race of people. That the center of the gospel message is about Jesus and Jesus alone, the center of this gospel that we preach, that we teach, is about what Christ did on Calvary's cross. And I've said it before, and I would like to reiterate that um, the cross would mean nothing unless Jesus rose from the dead. It would have been nothing for Jesus to just go to the cross and died on the cross and buried on that Friday and, and, and just laid there uh, 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 until today, if you will. But, but, but what make it so special was that not just he died um, and that he took all of our shame upon himself, uh, 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 but he rose. And we could go even further than that and talk about how many years before that the scriptures spoke of this coming Messiah. And the sad thing is, the children that God had called his, his chosen, which was supposed to have been the example, letting the world know that the Messiah is coming, that, that there is a king that is coming, this chosen group. It's a sad thing when the chosen folk take the idea that they are the only folk, that they are the, the special folk, that, that, that nobody has it right but them. I want to this morning understanding and knowing that you don't have it all. You don't know everything. I know I'm stepping on your toes this morning because you've lived a life believing and thinking that that you have it all together but let me just help you along the way because I want to see you in the kingdom come on somebody that only Jesus is the one that has the answer and know all things and have all understanding we are still learning 
And Paul had to remind these Galatians that you don't have it all. That, that matter of fact, you, you have left uh, 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 the beaten path and you have ventured out into your own thinking, your own ideologies, your own beliefs. You have walked away from the true center of the gospel, which is the cross of Christ. Uh, and we find it right here in Galatians chapter 6, uh, verse 14, uh, uh, reminds us that may I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And so in his epistle uh, uh, to the church, Paul, he defines his apostleship in chapters 1 and 2 where Paul have to now lay the foundation. You know how it is. If they don't look like you, if they don't walk like you, if they don't talk, if they don't worship like you, if they don't do it the way you do it, then something must be wrong with them. I'm going to let that marinate. I'm going to let that marinate because it's so easy for us to look at each other and feel as if, well, because you're not dressed a certain way, because you don't eat a certain way, then there is something wrong with you. But I just want to help you out as I tend to do, as I make my way through this message, uh, just to even the playing field, just to let you know that there is something wrong with everybody in here. I know, I know, I know you don't like that. I, I ain't trying to beat you up. I know visitors, I'm so sorry that you had to come here and get picked on this morning. But, but, but I, want us, I want us to understand, if I could be honest and transparent up in here, we all got something going on. I know you, I know you spent 45 minutes in the mirror. You was getting it together. Amen. I know it. I know you landed out. Some of us laid it out last night, hung it up on the, on the, on the hangers and wanted to make sure it, it was where it, am, am, Is it just me? Am I the only one that knew what I was putting on yesterday? <laughs> Paul, Paul had to remind the church that you don't have it all together. He had to remind them, had to let them know that he is one of the apostles that he was called, may not came in the way that you think he ought to come in. And so he argues vigorously that justification is by faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, he exhorts Christianity. He lets them know about the freedom that comes when we give our lives over to Christ. That no more are we in bondage. No more are we in shackles. That we have been set free because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And as he concludes his epistle, Paul uh, uh, intermingles his personal remarks, uh, uh, which we find in the text that we just read uh, uh, in Galatians chapter 6, uh, uh, beginning with verse 11. Uh, uh, we note his reference of the size of the letter that he wrote. Notice he said, I wrote this in large letters. I, 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 I understand uh, uh, that I wrote this in large letters. I need you to understand uh, uh, that this letter right here uh, is special, that, that, that there was some intentionality going on in this letter right here. 
So while, while, while others think uh, it, it may refer to just the length of the apostle, uh, we have to understand that Paul was very intentional about what he was doing when he penned this letter. But, 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 but of, of, uh, of a particular interest, uh, uh, we understand the contrast that Paul makes uh, in, in Galatians 11 uh, through 16, a contrast between others and himself, and then a contrast uh, in, in what they took pride in. They took pride in themselves. Uh, 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 they took pride in themselves. The, the Bible says that, that they began to boast and showing uh, 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 how, how much they have and, and just how valuable they are and, and how special uh, uh, they are. Well, I, I, you know, as I, as I make my way through, I want us to understand, too, that I realize that you are special, uh, uh, that, that somebody do care about you and that you are near and dear to somebody's heart, that somebody prayed for you, had you on their mind, took the time, and they prayed for you. So, so I get it that you are special. But see, the problem comes in is when you think and you act and you know and you conduct yourself like you are so special. That you are so special. You are a part of the elite, the untouchable. Uh, uh, you have to have a secret handshake or uh, some type of secret code to be a part of the family. You have to, you have to do a certain thing. Well, 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 well they began to boast. Uh, uh, this was the boast of some. Uh, uh, such was the case of those who sought to compel circumcision. If you're not this, then you're not a child of God. You know, I have to be careful with this right here because I realize that, um, you know, worship looks so different to so many different um, groups, um, um, different religions, different. We have different religions. We have different beliefs. Uh, we, 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 we have a lot going on. It's almost like gumbo. Amen. It's just a whole lot going on. Um, 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 but we understand that God set some things up in the beginning uh, um, that is still true today. And Paul, Paul in this letter, uh, uh, he see all of this going on. And so I just want us to uh, uh, notice the motive was twofold. For number one, we look at, we look at to avoid persecution for the cross of Christ. And so they say uh, 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 that, 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 uh, that, that, that you must be circumcised. You must do this. And their, and their, and their, and their intent and their motive uh, 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 was not so much as to reflect the Christ that died for them. Uh, uh, the motive, the motive was to, it was to avoid persecution for the cross of Christ. And number two, to boast in the flesh of the Galatians. I'm going to unpack that here in a few minutes. You see, they were, they were inconsistent. Uh, those who stressed circumcision did not even keep the law. These individuals going around telling individuals how they ought to live and telling individuals how they ought to live and eat and how they ought to act and what day to worship on and how they ought to do these things. And they themselves weren't doing it. 
Anybody know anybody like that? Don't, don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. Please keep, keep your eyes on the prize, but not on the... Uh, keep your eyes on Jesus, amen? Keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, uh, these individuals uh, 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 didn't even keep the law. Not only that, but as mentioned earlier uh, uh, in, in the epistle, if you uh, uh, go back to uh, uh, Galatians chapter 2 and 14, you see that these individuals, they focused on external things. For the purpose of show. That's why, that's why, uh, 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 you know, I love, I love the Lord uh, so much uh, because I don't have to show anything. I don't have to prove myself to anybody anymore. I, I, I lived a life where, where, where that's what I used to do. I used to have to prove to you. Prove it to me. Anybody know that? Prove it to me. Amen. I mean, I jumped off a bridge one time. Prove it to me. Amen. Amen. Proving it. Trying to prove it. Amen. <laughs> that slipped out. That's not in here. <laughs> do we boast in a show of the flesh? Do we, do we boast by being overly concerned of what others see and, and what others think? of us do we boast do we conduct ourselves based off of popularity do we conduct ourselves solely on the idea that i want people to see me a certain way i i i i only do this because i want you to see me i only i only act this way on, on, on sabbath because you don't see me throughout the rest of the weekend and so when i show up here I want this impression to be your, the, the lasting impression. Someone that is well put together. Someone that has it all together. That talks properly and he stands straight. And um, Sunday you come by the house. I'm blessing the wife. We say one thing but we are doing something else. And it is high time for us to allow our actions and our words to come together on one accord. And what I see, or what you see, is what you get. That when I say something, amen, on Monday, it holds true on Tuesday. When I say it on Tuesday, it is just as true on Wednesday. When I say it on Wednesday, I don't have to worry about Thursday or Friday because I can stand on what I said. Because I can't be nobody but me. And if I have to put on fake lenses and fake our attitudes and, and fake dispositions and, and, and all of this stuff of, that I will most simply get caught up and lose myself. And so I have to be who I am. So if I love you today, you can bet to believe I'm going to love you tomorrow. Amen. My father taught me that a long time ago when I was a child. He said, son, he said, it's easier to tell the truth. Somebody get that. Somebody. It's easier to tell the truth because what happens is, he says, son, when you tell one lie, I know I'm looking over here, but I'm, when you tell one lie, <laughs> you have to tell another one to cover up that one. I'm trying to help somebody out here. And then you have to tell another one 
to cover up that one. And after so many lies, you done forgot the first one and you don't know, you don't even know what you believe. It took me a while to get it. But somewhere around 25 or 20, I realized it's best to be truthful. If I'm wrong, I'm going to smile through that thing. I'm going to just say, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And I know sometimes sorries don't cut it. I know sometimes you can be offended in such a way where when the person comes back and say, I'm sorry, you're still looking at them like that joke. Anybody? Yeah. They say, I apologize. That ain't enough. I need to see some blood. I'm sorry. But sometimes I'm sorry is not enough. Sometimes I apologize just don't make the pain go away. Sometimes just simply saying, please forgive me is not enough. Because it takes time for individuals to get over hurt. And we want them to get over it immediately. I'm sorry, and that's supposed to be it. It doesn't work that way. That's why we have to be careful what we say and, and how we say it and how we treat each other. Paul understood that as he spoke to these Galatians folk as they, as they wanted one thing out of the Galatians, out of the Jews. They wanted one thing, but they were yet doing something else. You see, we have to understand uh, that how, how might we uh, 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 one boast in the flesh. Uh, we understand that through religious clothing and costly clothing, through religious titles, all these things get, get boastful about. My position as a pastor, you have to approach me a certain way. You have to talk to me a certain way. Your position as a minister of music, as a child of God, you have to treat me a certain way. Some of us show up on our jobs and we expect the whole job site to rally around us because you are a believer in Christ. And everybody has to conform to what you believe and what you think. And I just have to be real with you. That's not the world in which we live in. Because just like you have beliefs, they have beliefs too. It's best to show the love of Christ than to demand the love of Christ. It's best to speak the love of Christ than to harass folk about the love of Christ. It's easier for us to walk with love in our heart and speak truth to power than to run around here as what we have coined as sad ventures. Because you're really not excited about the God that you serve. It's only when we come together on, in, in the worship setting that we get excited about the love of God. So, might we be guilty of boasting in the show of the flesh for the sake of popularity? Uh, uh, might we be right there 
In contrast to boasting is in a show of the flesh, we know what Paul wrote. Paul says it like this. Paul, Paul says, a boasting, uh, uh, we must boast in the cross of Christ. So if you by chance have this boastful spirit that you just can't seem to shake, since you feel the need to boast, since you can't help but to boast, since you're suffering with both eyes, uh, let me help you out and help you to boast in Christ. So this was the boast of Paul and the crucified Messiah found in Galatians 6 verse 14. Uh, uh, to some, uh, uh, the message of the cross was foolishness. In other words, Paul made it the focus of his ministry. He was not ashamed of the gospel. So I get excited about Jesus. I don't get excited about people. I love people. I love the fact that you're here. But let me help you along the way. That if it was just me and the walls, I'll still be excited about Jesus. And the proof of that is in the pudding. About a year or so ago. In the basement. Of my house. With the lights. And an iPhone. And just me and the walls preaching to all of you. No amen corner. No applause. I had to learn how to let Jesus and Jesus alone be the author and finisher of my faith. So if it's just me and myself and I. I'm going to preach it, I'm going to teach it, I'm going to walk it, I'm going to talk it, I'm going to live it, I'm going to do what I have to do because I realize that it's not about me. And Paul is saying, listen, we have to get to that place where if we're going to boast, we need to boast in the cross of Christ. And having himself being crucified with Christ, Paul says it like this, in Christ he had made, he had been crucified to the world, of which he wrote it uh, 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 this way about earlier in the epistle. He says, in which he has now lived a life of faith in Jesus. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. I don't get caught up in the world anymore because I've died in Christ. Christ is my motivator. Christ is my example. A, a Christ is the one that I take my cues from. I cannot afford to get caught up in everybody else's thinking and belief. Because just like you have a belief if I follow your belief, amen, somebody else down the street and around the corner will have a different belief. And if I take on their belief, now I'm leaving your belief, I'm taking on their belief. And if somebody else around the corner will have a different view, so okay, yeah, I'm going to take your view. I can't live like that. None of us can. We have to be about one and one only. And I'm just encouraging you to make that one Jesus. You have your own minds, you have your own choices, you have your own decisions. I just want to help you to make the right decisions. Like when I was in school and I used to do all of my work <clears throat> and um, I was sitting next to an individual that used to do all of their work as well. And every now and again, um, my eyes, 
Every, every now and again, that's what they did. And, and, and I had to realize that, 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 that what they did and what I'm doing, um, how can I say this without indulging someone along the way? Uh, um, what, 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 what they put on their paper and what I put on my paper, although it may have been the same, it was different. Somebody get that a little later. We have to understand that it is Jesus and Jesus alone that we put our hope, our trust, and our faith in. Paul Bowles uh, was in the transforming power of Jesus Christ. He understood that, 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 that it was Jesus and Jesus alone uh, uh, that was able to give him uh, uh, the, the, the ability to overcome sin, to give him what he need uh, uh, to be able to make it through this difficult land in which we're living in. You see, he understood what it took uh, uh, to be able to be a success in this thing called walking with Christ. You do know that you can be successful in walking with Christ. You do know that you can live a life free in Jesus Christ. And Paul was simply trying to let the Galatians know that there is a right way and a wrong way in this thing called Christianity. So let me end with this right here. So that wasn't going to be long. Uh, do we boast in the cross of Christ? Uh, some, again, prefer to boast in other things which they, they should not boast into. Uh, uh, some uh, 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 boast in, in, in their wisdom. Uh, uh, some boast in their strength. Some boast in their wealth. Uh, uh, some boast in the fact that they have status on their job. Some boast in position. Some boast in simply the fact that they are born of a certain genealogy. Some, some boast in, 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 in the whole idea that they graduated from a certain university. Some boast in all of these things, but their boasting is in vain. Our boast should be in Christ and Christ alone. Nothing but the cross. Certainly not in man. Certainly not in things. Oh no, we don't boast in things. Oh, we don't boast in man. We boast in Christ and Christ alone. And in what Christ has done for us. So that's my excitement right there. That's what I get excited about. I get excited about the fact that Jesus, that God took me from the guttermost, raised me up and placed me in a position that I don't deserve. See, I boast in the idea that God is able to change my appetite. I boast in the fact 
that it is God and God alone that is able to give me a sense of right and wrong. Not I, but it is Christ that dwells on the inside. So he's prompting us to change our priorities in life. What we thought was right, we realize is now wrong. You know, I always say you can be doing something all your life. Heard and say, I've done it all my life. I've always done it this way. But you know, you can be doing something all your life and be doing it wrong all your life. We are finding out that even in the country in which we live in, that there are some things, laws that once were passed that said this is the way we should do it. And now we realize it was wrong. And we pass another law to counteract that law. Prompting us to change our priorities. Paul is seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seeking the glory of God with all our hearts and with all of our minds and with all of our souls for having saving us. We are seeking the glory of God with our bodies and with our spirits. We are seeking the glory of God which works good for us. We are seeking the glory of God when we suffer with Christ. Christ. It's not easy. The songwriter said, nobody told me that it would be easy. But I don't believe that he brought me this far to leave me. I don't believe that Jesus would set me up like this and then turn around and walk away from me. And so we boast in Christ by being what he created us to be in Christ Jesus. So in what do we boast today? We understand that God is mighty, mighty to do all things. Paul's final words concludes a plea and a prayer. A plea to no longer be troubled, perhaps by those who question his authorship. Not only that, but then he goes with a prayer bestowing grace for those who read his epistle. So love is brightened. Love breaks the yoke. Legalism condemns while grace restores. You impress others with what you know. You impact others with how you live and how you love. You, you, you conceit is deceit. No one who boasts the loudest is usually in the deepest fall. God know exactly what we need, how much we need, and when we are in need of it. So Paul gives us these reasons. The cross has the power to reveal the motive. We boast in the cross. Some of us stay away from the cross because the cross shows us exactly who we are. And the truth of the matter is we don't like who we are. 
Because there are some things in us that we don't want nobody to know, not even ourselves. We boast in Jesus. The musician can start playing. The cross has the power to free us from the world's bondage. The cross has the power to bring salvation. We boast in a God that understands us better than we understand ourselves. The cross has the power to promote sacrificial service. I do this because I love to do it. It's a service that I, I can't help it. I can't help but to magnify his name. I can't help but to glorify him. It is just something about the name Jesus. It is something about the God that I love. It's just something about him that I can't let go of. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. It is all I feel protected in his arms, never disconnected in his arms. I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather be. Can we take it from the top? Falling in love with Jesus, oh yeah. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever, ever done in his arms. In his arms, I feel protected, oh yeah. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather be. Can you join with me and sing this song? Falling in love with Jesus. Come on, family. With Jesus. Oh, yeah. Falling in love with Jesus. Hey. Falling in love with Jesus. Yes, sir. 
the best thing I've ever, ever done. It's the best thing ever done. You know, we serve a God that is able to do all things but fail. We serve a God that is able to heal the broken heart. A God that is able to mend the wrongs. Make the crooked road straight. But at the end of the day, without him, we're hopelessly lost. But with him, we're more than conquerors. That's why we sing and we praise him. That's why we honor him and we give him glory. Because he's a God that will never leave us. And a God that will never forsaken us. He's a God that sees the end from the beginning. He knows what we need before we're even in need of it. So if you are one of those that don't know this Jesus and want to get to know this Jesus, I want to extend this here invitation to you to come to the house to give your hearts to Christ. I never want to end a sermon without giving an invitation for you to come and make your life, your calling and election sure. I always want to make sure that the doors of the church are staying open. That if you don't know Jesus, you want to get to know Jesus, here's your opportunity. Is there one? Is there one? The best thing I've ever done. You know, I've done so many things. I've done so many things. But this is the best thing that I've ever done. This is the best move that I've ever made. I made a lot of moves. I've done a lot of things. But this is the best one right here. Oh yeah, falling in love. The best thing I've ever in his arms, in his arms, in his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather be. Love you, Lord, our Father and our God. Again, we thank you so much for what has transpired in this place here today. As always, Father, we pray that as we leave here, we will leave here knowing that we have been in the presence of an awesome, amazing, and mighty God. Forgive us again of our sins. We pray thank you so much in Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. 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 Let's get a pastor a hand clap today for that beautiful message. Nothing but the cross. Pastor, you were singing that. And we just want to just thank all of our guests part of the family now. We invite you to come back next Sabbath. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.
We thank you that you are the strength and the joy of our lives. And you crucify, Lord. Bless us, Lord, as we leave this place, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you go.